1: This is The Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. I'm certainly not
2: going to sit here and be subjected to the assertion that our good friend Jason Duda is a legend.
1: I hear you loud and clear. Jeff Lutz.
3: I'm not with you. Jason Duda, Thunder Hockey legend. I love it. For today anyway.
1: That would be terrific. That would be great, huh? Terrific. That was terrific. And Jason Duda, for today anyway. That is true. I like it. 97.5 97.5 in 1240 KFH.
0: What kind of a show are you guys putting on here today?
1: And it's going to be
0: legendary.
2: I'm almost laughing. Too much to open the show. Welcome. It's Bob and Jeff on KFH Radio. My voice <clears throat> is uh, somewhere else. I don't know what's going on with it today. Please indulge me. Uh, and for today at least, Jason Duda is here. Yes, I know. Um, how do you like that intro? I, I'm not a fan. It makes me laugh every time. I know, but I, I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I am not i do not think I'm a fan either. Which one was it? I wasn't even listening.
4: I, it doesn't matter. Okay, cool. doesn't matter.
2: Awesome. Well, I, to me, it just should be N Jason Duda on the days you're here, right? We're not telling Max anything he doesn't know. Uh, of course I just, not. Uh, you, you just dropped it for, day, for today at least, because uh, it diminishes you.
4: Oh, does it? See I a little
2: think, bit. I don't think so.
4: I'm fine with that.
2: What are you What are you not happy with?
4: The all the, oh, the other stuff that was I, no well, just that stuff. It's all didn't it's care fine. for it. It's fine. It's all good. Max, you're doing a fantastic
2: job. Max is doing. Max is the best producer in the industry. Guaranteed. Uh, there's no one who comes close outside of our former producer Tom Thurber. Uh, who might be a smidge better than Max? Come to think of it.
4: Just to throw that at him. That's nice.
2: <clears throat> Man, you guys are going to have to talk a lot. And Jeff doesn't look like he's engaged. No, I'm engaged. I just have
3: a. I'm up. I'm up in this fantasy draft. I've got basically one more pick to go, and I'm trying to figure out who to who to take.
4: What round? Duh. What round are you in?
3: Uh, we're in the 14th. Uh, but I have 16 players already. I've tra- I made a couple trades. My team is just stacked beyond belief. Oh, it's
2: an online team.
3: Who cares? No, it's a, it's a team with uh, my my media types, my media folks.
2: You got media? You're on a media league. Yeah. It's... Who's, who's who? Who's
3: in that? Well, we got the four Channel 12 folks, me, TJ, Brandon Zenner, and uh, Hendo. Who? Honda? What, Hendo. What's the kid's name? Uh, we've got Taylor Eldridge. We've got Jacob Albrocht. We've got Joe Baker, who's also at Channel 12. And we have uh, Sully Ingles.
2: Why He's, am I not in that league?
3: Uh, why is, why are Duda and I have, not in? I don't think you can handle this league. Why? Because it's a it's a multifaceted dynasty league. It's three dynasty leagues: baseball, basketball, football. You can trade draft picks. You can trade players and to that get sounds right up can, my alley. You can trade football players to get baseball players. You can trade basketball players to get baseball draft picks. How you, long have you been in this league? It's the first year. Can I just can I just
2: tell you who my team is? No, we I do no, I no know one. No Everyone cares. hates that. I do. No, I like to hear it. You do. Yeah. Well, here well, I'm. That's out. why you are here for just today, I am, at least.
4: I am in a draft right now as we speak, as well. Oh so, God,
3: worst radio you can imagine. So I took a quarterback late and got Aaron Rodgers, and you know I'm. Oh,
2: yeah. You have no scruples. Yeah, you're right. You don't stand for anything. Correct. No character. I'm not going to take Deshaun Watson. Oh, wow. I wonder. Somebody did. Sully
3: Ingles, of all people. Oh,
2: so you're going to throw Sully.
3: Listen to this team. Out there. Listen to this team. And I understand it's a dynasty. My team is a little older. I didn't go the young route and try to build. Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb. Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, George Kittle, Derrick Henry, Debo Samuel, Amari Cooper, Alvin Kamara. And the other
2: guys are brain dead. Keenan Allen, DeAndre Hopkins. What you got there is a bunch of media types who don't know a thing about what they're doing. Dalvin Cook, Mike Evans, How Dak Prescott. How do you Prescott. get all those people? You just get them. No, that, that that doesn't even make sense.
4: How many players?
2: Eight. Oh, eight. Yeah, but still. Okay, eight. But still.
4: That, yeah. You can get a team like that with eight, with only eight people in a draft.
2: No, you
3: can't. Uh, only you I just can. did. Right, I you just did. did. I did. You yeah. want to see some other
2: teams? You, Brandon Ayuk. You think you'll win this league, Cam Akers. Of course, I'll win this league. I'm, I'm rooting for everybody else. Who are you rooting for? Including Hondo, You're uh, for Hindo, Sulla, Sully. Uh, more nicknames Dallas than that. Goddard.
3: He's This team sucks. Ty J Spears.
2: Who's your
4: tight end? Kittle. Uh, up and down. Never know when he's going to show up. So, should I
3: take Russell Wilson or. I've also got Dak. Should I take Russell Wilson or Keenan. Uh, or What's the guy's name? Murray. Who
2: cares? Well,
4: Kyler uh, Murray. Well, considering the Colts just, uh, just got rid of Colt McCoy, Kyler Murray's probably not playing. They got two guys that's going to be their quarterback that I don't even know who they are. That's Arizona is tanking this year. So I'll take. Don't take Kyler Murray; he might not play.
3: So I'll take Russell Wilson.
4: Arizona might win a game. That's how bad Arizona is going to be this. Arizona
3: year. could be pretty bad.
4: They just got rid of their Colt McCoy, who was Colt. by far. Who best cares if they got rid of Colt McCoy? Because he was by far their best quarterback on their roster. They have nothing there.
2: Kyler Murray just a couple years ago was winning fantasy leagues for people.
4: Kyler Murray's done. He might not play. It's a mess. They're an absolute mess. They will do nothing. Well, Their over-under for wins this year should be one and a half and play the under.
2: What That's counts is idea. our fantasy league and our picks coming up Thursday night. At Side Pockets, we got a heck of a league this we year. We better. Defending champion Zach Woods is back. Uh, he He's Honestly, already told heard me he him. wants a piece of you. Oh, really? Yeah. Serve it up. <laughs> never heard of Zach Woods. You never heard of You me. sure that's a real person? So you're gonna walk in there thinking, Well, I play in a media league with Sully and Hindi. And Sully I'm, and Hendo and Hendo and I I look at me. Uh, who cares? Well this is ten times the league uh, of the Hindo Sully League. I've been practicing. I'll be ready if
3: I'm even avail- able to go. I
2: got what do a, you mean got a wind surge duty
3: on uh Thursday. Well, you better figure that out. And I'm off the rest of the week after that, so I hope I can.
2: Well, if you can't go, you better get somebody who can. I'll find somebody. You don't need to worry about it. What a weak I'll effort hand, that would I'll be. I'll handle
3: this. Well, you. why didn't you schedule it for Wednesday? Because I did for Thursday. I told you that. Well, I understand, but now, can we move it? No, we're not moving it. Duda, can we move
2: it? i'd take a move but uh whatever then i gotta you know what you reach out to the others okay i sent you an email you send your little email everybody i've got to work thursday would you mind moving it to wednesday yeah that's pretty much exactly what i'll say i'd really appreciate it thank you i do the best impression can you type that up for me and and send it how good was that
4: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was something
2: Thank you. It was something. Here's what we have on tap today as we begin a week of shows devoted largely to football. Steve Martin, the high school football coach from Wichita Northwest, will join us at 225. At 245, our Big 12 football previews continue. Zach Smith from the Waco Tribune as we break down Baylor. And then at uh, 325, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, Vanessa Whiteside has written a book called Wichita secrets and she's gonna be on here to preview that book at 325 today just things about Wichita that maybe not everybody knows about so is she gonna tell us
4: some of them she or?
3: is gonna okay. I
2: sent you the uh, transcript of her book oh he read it
3: cover to cover this this morning
4: uh,
3: don't you remember doing that
4: I is that what you sent me? I saw you sent me an email. Well, look I never, at it. I never, no,
2: into, I've been busy. When I send you an email, I'm not just uh, sending. You know, maybe but Max has it right. For today, I love it. At least.
4: I think that is perfect. Don't take it out. Leave it there. Because that's really? how, exactly how it is. It is. That's how it is. I love it. For today, anyway.
2: Well, for today, anyway, story. may not uh, translate into tomorrow ever. You know what I'm saying? I it. I'll tell you right now who makes the choice on that. Oh, who? And you're looking right at him. Oh, really? <laughs> he makes so many choices. He's
3: literally never made one in the history of this show. What does that mean? What have you ever? What weight have you thrown around? You think you think dude is here without me?
2: <laughs> he could show whenever he wants. You think you're here without me? I'll sh- yes, I do. <laughs> so when this show was pitched to Tony Huling. Here's what was said, Tony. I'd like to do a show. You got it, brother. You got it, brother. Just tell wow. me when you want to start. Now you're throwing Tony under the bus. Yeah. You tell me when you want to start. We'll make it happen. I don't, we don't need anybody else. It's good. He said good. that. Yeah. Oh, and I said, well, Tony, no one would listen to just me. I thought about. Boring. I I've thought about adding my son, who I'm not sure he's up to the task, <laughs> frankly. But uh, how would you feel about maybe him?
1: Well, oh, brother.
2: I don't know. Well, brother. I'm, I'm really more into you. Uh, He's into you? But I convinced him, <laughs> and we made it happen.
3: Okay, well, good. Seven years later, here we are.
2: <laughs> Why? Are you... Stop laughing. Please. It's getting to me. I like it. Uh, anyway, a little bit. What are you laughing about?
4: <laughs> that, whole, that whole scenario.
2: Well, I'm glad you found that funny. Um, Me too. Little, A uh, little bit cooler weather feels good out there. Do you have anything to say about that, dude? Are you still laughing? This can't be happening. <laughs> what happened? Now you're coughing? My dog's worried?
4: Come here, Misty. It's okay.
2: I mean... It's all good. You, you've scared my dog. I, I mean, she's never seen anyone in this household <laughs> laugh like that. Oh. Probably it's not. Okay. Thank Since man. Thank Jeez. you for catching. Since me. you, <laughs> it, I mean, I I, I lay him up there on a tee. Well, and here's Jeff. Probably not. I mean, it, it, pathetic. I've had it with both of you. All right, take a break. <laughs> I I don't have. To, I, I'm not at the break time yet. Well, you're the. You make the decisions. <laughs> you're over there worried about some dumb draft. No, I'm, I'm good. Um, this is the only draft I do. I get it. The Bob and Jeff Show draft. Uh, Duda's in, been in it every year. I'm looking forward to it. It's one of the highlights of the year. Then after that, I couldn't care less. That we know.
4: Well, I mean, unless I, you're winning,
2: I do care. Unless
4: no, even. Oh unless, yeah. No, it's different. I when try.
2: I try to keep my team up today. I do, but it's it can be a chore because, uh, maintaining a team is nowhere near as much fun as building a team. No,
4: that's true. The draft's the best part. I did one last night, too. We're at the old school tap house. out Who, in who did job. that? Friends of mine. You got friends? I got two. So I a three-person league. No, I didn't know most of the other guys. Well, who'd you some pick? Good, good guys. Who enjoyed, was your number one pick? The evening. Uh, Jamar Chase. Number well, two. What
2: you had number you had the second pick. Second pick. And first was Jefferson, uh,
4: Absolutely. So that's how that went.
2: I think I'd take Chase over Jefferson.
3: Well, you're the only one, I think. I, look at the quarterbacks.
4: Well, look at the My cousins has been throwing to Jefferson for the last three years and I yet,
2: understand that. Okay. I love Jefferson. But I think I'd take Chase. That's all.
4: Well, it's a it's totally up to you. I can see it I could see it happening. I prefer. I would
3: probably go Jefferson first, but I get it. Well, maybe you should get the number two pick. And tomorrow. Austin
2: Eckler needs to be in the discussion. I think he's going to have an even better year this well, he year. Went
3: about
4: he went like sixth or seventh. I mean he he wasn't hanging. Around well,
2: I think right that's great cra- I think that's bad. Well, where'd he go in your dumb league? With I Hondo got him. and the scooter I got him in the third round.
4: <laughs> Hondo scooter Zinzi. <laughs> Is that, sounds like a car dealership? <laughs>
2: You know, I'm on a roll today. <clears throat> My voice sucks. But I'm I'm clicking on all cylinders. And yeah. you're actually looking this up like we care. You can't find it. What are we looking up? I don't even remember what I asked.
4: Austin
3: Eckler.
2: What
4: about it? Yeah, Here where'd he go going? in your draft? I just
2: told you I got him in the third round. You got him in the third,
4: third round? You got a
2: bunch of idiots.
4: What kind of dra- what? What kind of Is it a super flex? Yeah. Okay, well then.
2: What does that mean? That
4: means you can start two quarterbacks, so quarterbacks go off the board really quick. You start. And
3: I didn't know that until the third round, so that's when I changed my strategy because my first two picks that's were— That's
4: why you got all those guys. That my, makes sense now.
3: Because my first two picks were right, B. John so you Robinson. don't have any quarterback. I have Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, and Russell Wilson. You have no quarterback. Well,
4: that's a big fallout. That's not a
3: good quarterback. So all of a sudden, room. now that— you were so what happy. What do you mean I have no quarterback? You
4: were so happy about your draft, but it's a super. Flex, Aaron Rodgers
3: right? won the MVP two years ago. Uh, what's your who's your second? Dak and then Russ. That's not a good quarterback room. No. Not in an eighteen league. No, that's oh, I'll be fine.
2: Well, you better be because that's not you a hear my running backs. I don't care about your running back. No one has he if does. you can play two quarterbacks and your second one is Dak Prescott. You could be in some trouble. Or I
3: could play
4: Aaron Rodgers, who's going off the board like 12th, 13th anyway in most drafts.
3: Fine. You're struggling. Or I could take one quarterback and I could play Debo, or I could play Kamara, or I could play Cup, or I could play Adams, or I could play Eckler. There's so many guys I could play in the super flex spot. You got a bad team. That nullify any other second quarterback. I'll just cruise through this But league. You
4: made it sound like the people you were drafting the games were just idiots, but now that it's a super
3: Now, flex, now we get it. Now, now that I it's understand. a super flex, so and they have no two I quarterbacks. Take, I so take it
4: back to anybody that's listening to their friend Jeff here from that league because we didn't know the, that you guys were idiots. <laughs> the whole super flex situation. Yeah,
2: Jeff didn't explain no, that. he just said, listen so to my these guys. So my deepest apologies to Soleil and uh, – Hendel and Zenzin. <laughs> and, and uh, Buffy.
3: No, I'm going to win the league, and it's all good.
2: Well, I hope so. I mean, I I don't really care. Well, uh, now I do, because Duda doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, I think Duda's. I no. Although he's never won. Our, have you ever won our league? Of course. <laughs> I, I don't
4: think so. Uh, not in the last couple of years, but yeah, I've won that. I've won the picks. I've I've won everything that we've done here. You guys just always seem to just kind of forget.
2: I'd love for Max to go back and check that. Yeah, he probably uh,
4: should.
2: Not that he's going to have time, but we should be, we should have been writing all that down.
4: Well, we should have for the last seven years. Yeah, because
2: this you haven't won anything, which I'm almost sure you haven't. <laughs> but if you know, I, I guarantee I, you I have. I can't completely guarantee it. I don't think now I really don't think Jeff's won anything. I won the picks last year.
4: That's what I was told. But I don't know who keeps track of all that or Max
3: kept track. And Max was involved in the picks. So you know it's
2: on the up and up. Well we have picks coming up this week. What? Yeah. Thursday. Got a full college weekend. Oh man. Now right. with that full college weekend, we don't have a lot of great games. But we do have a lot of games. And we'll be picking them coming up Thursday. Our first picks. What are we doing, seven? Eight. We always do eight.
4: We used to do seven.
3: No, we didn't. We yeah, we did. did.
4: Er, very when early on. I used on. to win it, and then you guys. That was when like, like, we need to, I need to figure out how to beat Duda. So let's add an extra game. That's when it started. That was but when
2: Shane was if, involved. If that worked, then we we You succeeded. did a good job. You yeah. You
4: guys, you did a good job. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. If Too one extra games. game affects you that much it did well it does because
3: he uses his eight points on ku every time and it hasn't been working out for him
2: yeah we'll see what you do with the jayhawks who they got this year well they They're
4: open even, they, are they not playing
2: this yeah they they, they, they open this week against missouri state
4: oh oh what a, that's
3: which
2: a missouri problem. state is bobby petrino still coaching No, there? he's with uh
3: either All- i think he's with texas a&m offensive coordinator
2: well, they were pretty good last year, so uh, we'll see. We'll see uh, if Missouri State, and I've got to set the line for that game. you
4: got to set it? There's I, not, I not do
2: have that? to. There's no line on that game because they're playing a, a Division two team.
3: That hurts. Same
2: Ooh, yeah. as uh, K-State, which is opening against Southeast Missouri State. So Southwest, formerly, and Southeast, good for them. Yeah, so football this weekend. Uh, The best game on the docket, LSU-Florida State, that's coming up Sunday. That's a good one. And we'll watch that one for sure. All right, Max, time for a break. When we come back, we'll talk high school football. Steve Martin, the coach of the Wichita Northwest Grizzlies, they are always a factor, and that will not change this year. We'll get uh, Steve Martin's outlook on the Grizzlies next.
5: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
1: This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH.
2: All right, we are back. It's time for something sweet. You'll hear the word sweet in the title of every song we play this week. That's the Wadsworth Family Mansion, Sweet Mary. Okay. You know what? Yeah. Steve Martin joins us, Wichita Northwest football coach. Grizzlies going to be loaded again, we believe. Coach Martin, welcome.
6: Hey, thanks for having me on.
2: You bet. So when I reached out to you yesterday you said even though coming on this show has jinxed you, uh you'd agree to do it.
6: What the hell? Hey man, we were on a we were on a good roll and then last year you called me twice and we lose both games, man. So I was like, Man, I need to block this number or something. I ain't going on that show ever again.
2: <laughs> only only a coach would remember that.
6: Well come on now, Bob. So, I gotta come out with something, don't
2: I?
3: <laughs> so you have again a, a like we said a loaded team. I think uh, us at uh, Catch it Kansas Channel 12 have you ranked number 1 overall in, in class 6A. So uh, how special can this team be and how how positive uh, are the vibes around the team as we uh, get toward, uh, closer to the season here?
6: Well, I mean, we've had a pretty special off season. You know, our kids have really dug in and and uh you know, want to get over this hump, you know. We feel like the past two years, you know, we've had the injury bug um, at the wrong times. Last year, I felt we got healthy when we needed to at the end of the year. But, you know, we we're, you know, four minutes away from taking the lead against Manhattan, who ended up winning a state title last year. Ended up losing, I think, <clears throat> 2016-18, 18 something like that. And You know, we feel like we're close. And, uh, you know, last year, a lot of people allude back to me saying, you know, last year was a youth movement. Um, because at times we were starting seven seven freshmen at a time and, you know, occasionally three to four sophomores. So for us, <clears throat> that's kind of unprecedented territory, having to rely on so much youth last year. But uh, we knew that the gray hairs that we acquired by uh, having freshmen out there would pay off. And, you know, through the off season, through these first two weeks, you know, we kind of in the summer, we kind of see that, you know, maybe this thing's going to pay off with playing all those young guys because, you know, we feel we're extremely talented. Um, I don't know that's equating of a number one ranking preseason, but rankings are for people to gossip about and talk about, you know, and, and get clicks and stuff. So, you know, we're not really worried about that. We're worried about ourselves. Um, and we're going to go out there and give our best showing on Friday. And if it's good enough, great. If not, we know what we need to fix. So, you know, we're very excited about Friday and seeing where we're at.
3: Have you at least clicked on that article where we ranked you number one? <laughs>
6: No, I, I don't click on that. Okay. stuff. I I kind of stay away from it, but we appreciate the nod. We appreciate the, uh, you know, people thinking highly of what we're doing. And, you know, we just hope that we're number one at the end of the year, you know, number one at the beginning of the year really doesn't mean anything until, you know, you can satisfy those, uh, expectations that are placed on you. So, but we're very excited. Um, you know, this group has been very, 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 uh, hardworking and, you know, I, I think we got a shot. We just got to stay injury free and, and keep, you know, keeping ourselves together as a team, and having keep to having the good culture that we have, and in our community within our community.
4: Well, coach, like you said, uh, obviously injuries are always a big factor in, in how your team does. But give us a little rundown on some of your players, some of your seniors you got coming back, some of the guys you're going to lean on, and then maybe a couple of those young guys that got some playing time that you expect to help out your ball club this year.
6: When you talk about the injury bugs, the, the first name that will come up is uh, Michael We're
2: kind of losing you there, Coach. Okay.
6: I. Sorry. Our, our, our principal is given an announcement right in the middle of the locker room, so let me get out of here. Here's what I want you to
2: do right after this interview. I want, to, want you to march into his office
6: and say, the most important
2: thing right now is for me to talk football with Bob and Jeff and Jason Duda.
6: Uh, I know, man. That's how it is. But, no, I, hopefully you guys can hear me now. I'm sorry about that. But, you know, I think it all starts off with Michael Lopez. You know, last year when we lost Michael, he had a, gosh dang, a catastrophic injury against West High down at Riverfront um, on a, just a remarkable catch. But he just came down weird on his hip. It was a freaky thing. But, you know, he he's the catalyst. He makes us go. He lets us spread everybody out, and he lets us run the ball. But when people forget that we can throw the ball, he is – able to stretch you uh, vertically horizontally and whatever other direction that little, that little, that little guy can move. So, you know, he's the guy that really sticks out. And of course you got our backfield. since here Thompson's a three year starter, you know, within, you know, about 2000 yards of Reese Hall's uh, school record for career r- yards at Northwest. And, you know, I think he's going to have a big year. Has had an amazing off season. And, you know, we got those big guys up front in Dalton Trader and Dalton Schrader and, uh, Nathan Davis and Braxton Hopper, three returning starters from last year, and we got two talented other offensive linemen that are paving the way. And, you know, you rounded out with a with a... another youth movement in the running backs area. We got, uh, you know, Deuce Bohannon and Franklin Eku that really give us a lot of depth and dynamic speed at the uh, other running back spot. And you told that in with a defense that brings back 10 guys, you know, we're very, very excited about those guys. Um, a name that'll pop out to you guys is John Michael Found. He's a... He's a sophomore this year. He's already acquired an Iowa State offer um, because of his talent. And if you've seen him play this summer, you'll absolutely know why he's got that offer. He is a uh, he is a freak. We'll just we'll just go that. He's just a fast twitch kid that can make a lot of plays from his outside linebacker spot. And on the other side of him is Quavon Harris, who was a starter last year as a sophomore. And uh, you know we we feel like we have one of the best front sevens on defense. Uh, in the state of Kansas, and then you got three sophomores in the back in the back uh, four with a very up and rising Amari Bohan and you know we got a lot of youth with speed. And one thing that we've always learned here at Northwest is when we have speed, we're going to be really good, and we have plenty of it this year.
2: Steve Martin, with us, head football coach at Northwest. I have a philosophical question. You mentioned the okay. sophomore. Uh, what's his name again? That that has the offer from Iowa State, John.
6: John Michael, John Michael Fountain.
2: He sounds like a, sounds like a guy. So yeah, uh, he's a sophomore. He has all this ability. Uh, you're a six, a high school that uh, probably, I don't know when the last time you played somebody both ways, but would he be a guy that you would be tempted to look at both ways?
6: Um, you know, he's one of those kids, you know, he played for our juice, our union, our chief, our junior grizzly organization growing up and, he always played running back, but, you know, you kind of have an eye, you kind of see what people are looking for and, and what they do. And when he was coming, I, I believe he thought he was going to be a running back. And, you know, we, we had, of course, LJ Phillips, who's playing at South Dakota now as a freshman and then, then sincere. And then we had the, the, you know, the two talented backs that I named earlier, you know, so you go, Hey, John, we think you can be pretty special at outside backer. And, you know, he goes, coach, whatever I can do to help you win. And, you know, that, that that's what's special about him and the guys that we've had is, those really good guys really don't care where they play as long as they can help impact the game, and that's what he does for us. He is such a imposing presence um, that can do a lot. But you know wh- what we've learned is you know you got to play kids um, uh, one way. I think to have the most amount of success in 6A football, especially with the way we tempo on offense, is you know we turn it into a track meet, and we got to be able to have our guys in shape, and you know which means defense is going to have to defend a little bit more snaps than a normal team. And so we, we, we really expect our development with our players to pay off. And, and, and that's why we play one way, but you know, if we absolutely had to absolutely John could play somewhere on offense. There's I'm not, not for sure other than maybe O-line where else John could not play. So he's just a very gifted athlete. So you haven't,
3: so you haven't mentioned uh, sincere yet. Uh, I was just curious, you know, I was I, I was thinking about your team and you've got Wichita East over there. I think they had the second uh, team quarterback uh, and, and running back. You had a couple first teamers. Uh, how, how, how much of a quote unquote, I don't know if it's a rivalry, but just you play them in week four. Uh, how close do you think those two backfields are? And, and what do you like about uh, what Wichita East is doing offensively?
6: Well, you know, I I think what Coach Akpan and those guys have done over at East is they started playing to their athletes' abilities. You know, East High Forever was a basketball school, so if you can get some of those athletes that play basketball out there on the football field and throw the ball around, I think they're, it's something that's going to allure kids to want to play that style of, of ball, and so what I like is that they're getting the guys, you know, out of the hallways that you normally would maybe play basketball somewhere else, you know, are coming out and playing football for those guys, and You know, it's a young staff and you got to be able to relate to kids. So I I think what Coach has done over there has just been a good job. They're fun to watch. Um, You know, so, you know, there's, I wouldn't, I necessarily wouldn't call it a rivalry. Those guys just do a good job. And so um, I'm always for when our City League teams can rise and and put together uh, great competition because it only makes us better and it makes everybody around us better.
2: Talking again with Steve Martin, the head football coach at Northwest. They open this Friday night against Bishop Carroll. Now that's a rivalry. Bishop Carroll coming up uh, Friday night at Northwest. There's your dang principal again. Let's do some teaching over there and get off that PA. <laughs>
6: yeah, this is our uh, this is our this is our plan period. Well, not plan period. It's where our kids have study hall and then go get tutoring and stuff like that and meetings go on. So I got gotcha. you. It's pretty busy at the end of the day. Yeah.
2: Yes, for sure. So. My next question is a little bit philosophical, too. Uh, you get more time now with your players uh, in the summer uh, than you used to, but it's been uh, incredibly hot. And I would, hate, I would think that's been a factor over these past couple of weeks. How much of a factor has it been, Coach?
6: Well, last week, you know, we, we asked our kids to come in at 5 a.m. for practices before school last week. You know, there was, it was not going to be a safe condition for them. Uh, to practice after school uh, last week. So we went every day last week at 5 a.m. and had some of the best practice we ever have. You know, um, if you've ever played football or coached, you know that that first week's exciting because you're back playing. And then that second week, you know, you really don't have anything to shoot for. It's kind of just a long week. And so having those practices at 5 a.m., I mean, that might have been one of our best second weeks of practice I've ever had as a coach. So our kids had great energy. They did a good job in school of being on time and not falling asleep in class. And, you know, that's the credit to our players right now. I am having probably some of the most fun I've ever had in my coaching career with the bunch we got. They're fun to be around. They're great kids. And anytime you have that combination, you're going to have some fun, and hopefully there's some magic on Friday nights for you.
3: I got to ask you about uh, wrestling. It's been a terrible week with uh, Terry Funk and then uh, Bray Wyatt. The Bray Wyatt one hit me pretty hard. I'm sure that one hit you pretty hard too.
6: Yeah, me and my son are big uh, Bray Wyatt fans, and you know, is one of those things we're excited. You know, when we got news just a couple weeks ago that you know they were writing him back into storylines and and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty tough one for the for the wrestling community is watching someone as creative and a storyteller as he is to to go down. You never want to see that to anybody, and so it's it's yeah, it's kind of a kind of a damper week last week.
2: Well, we might have to invite you over for a pay-per-view at some point.
6: Yeah, but yeah, only anytime. if you win a state title, because. Okay. <laughs> all right. Fair enough.
4: Fair enough. Oh yeah, there's there's always there's always an underlying agenda with the Luchas some, when it some comes. Some conditions to you
6: got to meet. <laughs> all right. Well, I expect we, it on January then.
2: There you go. We do wish you the best. We always appreciate it when you come on, and we'll get you on again soon.
6: Yep. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Thanks for all you do for Kansas sports. All right, nice.
2: Steve Martin, the head football coach at Northwest High School. Again, uh, Bishop Carroll coming up Friday night. The game of the year in the City League, uh, often. And uh, we get right to it. Should we don't be waste, again this year. We don't waste any time.
4: Starts early.
2: Jeff is now – here's what you're going to have to get used to with Jeff. He's now the preeminent authority on high school football. Well,
3: thank what? you. Wow. You to- that's, whoa, that, what? whoa, whoa. That's, that's extremely well, that high was, praise. That was because high he, praise. Because he's helping
2: – K-W-C-H. So now, Jeff, who has told me in the past that I'm not really that much into high school football. When did I ever say that? Now it's his life. When
3: did I ever say that? Covered high school football for 17 years. If I wasn't into it, I probably would have stopped at some point along the way.
2: Huh. You know what I'm saying? That's a revisionist history, but that's okay. It is? Yeah, a little bit. Wow. A little bit. Well, but you yeah, have put together a nice spreadsheet, and we appreciate it. It is nice. Thank you. Uh, so good to catch up with Coach Martin. Uh, later this week, we'll talk with Derby Coach Brandon Clark. We're going to make every effort to get with Carroll Coach, Dusty Trail, and uh, may- maybe one or two others.
3: There you go. They're easy to get a hold of.
2: And now that I have that spreadsheet. Now that you got that spreadsheet. Or I could oh. just go to my phone oh. where they're all uh, in my address book. But I'll I'll go good. Yeah,
3: that that seems like a waste of time. But what are you what are you going to (laughs) do?
2: We are joined by Zach Smith from the Waco Tribune. We're going to talk Baylor football. Hello, hello, Zach. Welcome to our show.
0: How are you? Thanks for having me.
2: Yeah, we're doing well. You've uh, you're a busy guy as college football is just around the corner. Baylor a very disappointing season in 2022 after a Big 12 championship season in uh, 2021. How do they start to climb back that mountain?
0: Well, Dave Miranda is the type of guy that he's going to admit when he was wrong. You know, he's not going to, he's going to own up to his mistakes. And I think last year he um, kind of had a roster that obviously the year prior had there were a lot of people that won the Big 12 championship with him in 2021. And last year he kind of expected to kind of use that experience and run it back a little bit. Um, So this, and it obviously didn't work. So this year he's kind of admitted that uh, mistake in a way uh, brought in 13 transfers and has kind of reshaped the roster kind of uh, in his image and kind of what he really wants to get out of a, out of a a Baylor football team, out of what what he knows he can get out of a Baylor football team. So he's really kind of reshaped the roster using those transfers um, and just kind of given everybody a a little bit of optimism in that regard.
3: Yeah, so what then do you think is is the ceiling uh, for this program, and where do you think those transfers helped uh, make the biggest upgrade?
0: Well, I think that uh, – I have to start on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Mike Smith, he's a transfer. He was at a, he's a redshirt senior. He was at a community college in Liberty or uh, in Mississippi. And then he went to Liberty um, and nothing but good things coming from Mike Smith, uh, middle linebacker uh, out of camp. He's really um, kind of infused some leadership and intensity into that defense to kind of change the, change that side of the ball. And now on offense, uh, receiver Keaton Jackson. He was uh, he's a junior. He's coming in from Arkansas. Um, the receiving core is already very deep, and obviously he's got Richard Reese returning, Big 12 Freshman of the Year in um, at running back. And so he's coming in. He's kind of the kind of receiver that can just run past anyone, take a top off the defense, and, you know. So those are the two I think big names. And then across the front line, you've got Clark and Campbell Barrington. Uh, two brothers, both kind of NFL size, um, both coming in from BYU. Uh, the, the offensive line is very inexperienced. There, are eight starts compare, uh, combined uh, for Baylor across the front. Uh, so really those three positions are, are where the transfers, I think, are going to make the biggest difference.
4: Well, obviously, with the realignment of the Big 12, what's the buzz down there at Baylor about seeing some new teams, obviously going to lose a couple teams here soon? What's, uh, what's been the, the chat around there about the new Big 12? Is it people excited about it or disappointed?
0: Um, I think more excited than disappointed. Um, I, I think it's, it's to have kind of teams, at least the current newcomers uh, in terms of Houston, Cincinnati, uh, UCF and BYU that really kind of want to be here want to be part of that conference. It's exciting to have those teams really look forward to uh, the challenge to step up and 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 be a part of a conference and I think Baylor is embracing that Dave Arando was talking earlier this season about how you know he's looking forward to having some some new coaches to get ac- uh, uh, to go against and some of those rivalries that Um, go a little bit deeper. Gus Malzahn, the coach at uh, UCF, was at Auburn when Aranda was a defensive coordinator at Louisiana State. So he's looking forward to, in a positive way, kind of rekindling some of those, uh, at least coaching rivalries in that regard. So I think it's been mostly positive uh, from that regard. I think he's a little sad. He admitted that he was a little sad for some of the fans to see the rivalry with Texas go away and, and some looking at the, the newer uh, newcomers um, seeing Arizona leave, you know, the rivalry with the, the other West Coast schools and that kind of thing. So uh, he was a little bit more uh, sad for the fans, but excited for for the opportunity ahead of him.
2: Talking now with Zach Smith, previewing the Baylor Bears ahead of the 2023 season. Um, so quarterback, uh, Blake Shapen was, okay last year. I don't know that you'd give him a very high grade. I don't know how you feel about it, uh, but they're, they're banking on him again. He's faced some competition. Uh, what do you think of the quarterback position for Baylor?
0: Well, I think Blake Shapen has set up much better to kind of succeed this year. Like I said before, he's got his top three receivers from last year uh, are all back uh, and then I mentioned the addition of Keytron Jackson um, and then Richard Reese, the big 12 freshman of the year and a tailback. And then another transfer, Dominic Richardson, who led Oklahoma state in rushing last year, also transferred in. So he's got plenty of weapons. And really uh, this morning was uh, Dave Miranda's first press conference of the season. And, uh, you know, he was talking so much about just the confidence level and, you know, when you're a starting quarterback at a Power 5, uh, any Power 5 team, um, you know, there, there's some baggage that comes with that. There's a there's a weight of expectation. And, and I think he, he Blake Shapin was, he wanted to be the starter last year, but I, he wasn't necessarily ready to be the starter. And this year, uh, he's kind of embraced everything else from a leadership standpoint, from an expectation standpoint. Uh, and that's what's really giving Dave Aranda and I think the rest of the Baylor offense, uh, confidence that that Blake Shapen can kind of revert to kind of that lightning start that he had uh, in 2021.
3: So what do you think we'll know about Baylor after the first four games? Because two of them should be cakewalks, uh, Texas State and and Long Island. And then you also have Utah as a non-conference game for now. And and Texas has a conference game for now, which is kind of funny. And and those will be obviously difficult games. So, do you expect Baylor' to performance to be somewhere in the middle? Will we know more from how they defeat the, the lowly teams more than how we how they play the the tough teams? What do you expect to kind of learn there?
0: Yeah, I, I will be curious to see uh, what happens when you know when they're in those those tight moments because last last season those tight moments did not go the Bears' way. They did not, you know, they, and that's kind of what, you know, that's kind of why the end of the season finished like it did because they couldn't win. They couldn't kind of pull away. And every game was close in the fourth quarter. They just couldn't pull away. So I think Texas and and, and Utah are going to tell us the most because, you know, those are two really good teams with, I think, playoff uh, uh, ambition. And when those moments are, are tight, That's what's going to tell us what the real Baylor football team for 2023 is going to be like. So I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, those two games and kind of how they respond to that adversity, right? So I expect there to be some sort of shuffling of lineups and maybe you know we see the backup quarterback Sawyer Robertson in a little bit and other looks and stuff for Texas State when they play Long Island. But um, like I said, Utah and Texas when they when the what i that's what i really want to
2: see how they can perform final moments here we're talking baylor football with zach smith from the uh, waco tribune uh you like the others we've talked to doing these big 12 previews have mentioned transfer portal guys a lot um Mm -hmm. it's a it's a stark change in the way college athletics operates now um do you like it do you like talking about all these transfer portal guys and the way they give hope (laughs) Uh, it's it's like it's like the coaches are now able to kind of uh, bank on talking about transfer portal guys as reasons that maybe the program can be fixed quicker. Uh, do you think that's the case with Baylor?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think it's a, I think the transfer portal uh, overall is a good thing. I think if you're, you know, if you're building your your team with the majority of people out of the transfer portal. That might be an issue, but I think you know to have to be able to give people whether it's a second chance or um, to fill a hole that is going to take your team to the next level. um, I absolutely think it's a it's a great thing, and I think it's something that the coaches, you know, Dave Aranda, admittedly, was late to the party in that regard, and um, I I think it's it's a good thing that can only help. You know those teams. So, yeah, I'm I'm all for. I don't don't mind uh, all the transfers and, and, and everything. I think it's overall. I think it's a, a big picture. I think it's a good a good thing for college football and, and Baylor specifically. You young
2: people today, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, my my point follow to follow that up would be: not everybody can get better through the transfer portal, right? Every some teams have to get worse don't yeah. they? Isn't that the math
0: of it? Yeah, but like, is it, I, I think, like, did, could USC, is, is USC a good example? Because when Lincoln Riley took that job, he brought a ton of transfers. I think they definitely got better, but Oklahoma clearly got worse. So there's your math right there, I think. So um, you're right. There, there's, there absolutely is a yin and yang, but like I think of, Everybody, at least the big names that I think of, at least on the Baylor roster, one came from, like I said, Mike Smith came from Liberty. Keachan Jackson wasn't really playing at Arkansas. Uh, Sawyer Robertson, the quarterback, wasn't really playing at Mississippi State. Dominic Richardson had kind of run his tenure at Oklahoma State. Uh, The Barringtons were, one had graduated from uh, BYU and the other kind of came with his brother. So I think it was uh, a mixture of, finding more playing time and, you know, making everybody else better. So, yeah, you're right. There, there is some there's a give and take to it, but it's trying to, you know, thread that needle is what so makes coaching hard. It's like they get paid the big bucks.
2: Zach, I really appreciate your time, and uh, we enjoyed our conversation. Best of luck covering the Bears this year.
0: Thanks for having me. I had a great time.
2: You bet. Thanks. Zach Smith from the Waco Tribune. Uh, We'll be back, hour number two, Jive Talk next. Bob, Jeff, Jason, with you on a Monday.